Welcome to the official podcast of the Milwaukee Brewers. This is Brewers on Tap. Here's the pitch. A Time to tap the keg with Lane Grindle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 170 of Brewers on Tap. It is good to have you with us as the playoff push is in full swing. And what an exciting month of September it has been so far for the crew. They've won 15 of their last 20. If you go back to the end of August, and they have been red hot and positioned themselves to be playing in October yet again this year. Right now, the crew sits at 82-70 and 70 before Thursday afternoon's matchup in the series finale with the San Diego Padres. They are tied with the Cubs for the second wild card spot in the National League, a game and a half back of Washington for the top wild card spot in the National League, and currently three games back of St. Louis for the division. It's all still out there for the crew. They just have to continue to play good baseball. Who's hot? Well, let's dive into some of the numbers on that, and let's get it all started with Sabermetrics 101. Let's crunch the numbers in Sabermetrics 101. All right, let's jump into Mike Moustakis in his last eight games, basically coinciding with the Christian Yelich injury. Moustakis has hit four home runs, and he's driven in nine. He's gone seven for 28 over the course of that span. Maybe the most interesting thing on Mike Moustakis, at least to me, were a couple of different items. One, he has 11 home runs against left-handed pitching this year, and that is the most he's had in his career. He hit 10 against left-handed pitching back in 2015. In his 38 home run 2017 season, he hit nine home runs against lefties. He also has a higher batting average this year against left-handed pitching than he does against right-handed pitching. A 269 average against lefties this year, a 255 average against righties. And he has hit 21 home runs on the road this season and only 14 at home. Now, why is that so interesting? Well, Mike Moustaka's swing, we've always said, seems tailored for Miller Park with the right field porch where the ball flies out to right here in Milwaukee. You just would assume that Moustakas, a left-handed hitter that pulls the ball a lot, would hit a lot of home runs at Miller Park. And he has had a good year at Miller Park, no doubt about it. But surprising that he's actually been better on the road from a power number standpoint than he's been at Miller Park. There may be more in that bat for Mike Moustakas before it's all said and done. All right, let's look at some other interesting numbers for you. 236 home runs for the Brewers this year. That is a new franchise record. It breaks the mark of 231 that was set back in 2007. Of course, number 232 came in St. Louis off the bat of Ryan Braun on that grand slam, which was one of the most exciting plays, not just of this year, but over the last four or five years, maybe the last 10 years, maybe last 15 years of Brewers baseball. It's going to be a highlight we all remember for a very long time. But inside that number of 236 home runs, 20 different guys have homered this year for the Brewers. From Aaron Wilkerson and his one to Christian Yelich and his 44. But here's the more interesting thing. Nine of the 236 home runs are outside the organization now. So 229 of those 236 home runs are still with the Brewers organization in some way, shape, or form. The nine that are gone, eight from Jesus Aguilar, 
and one from Yolis Shasin. All right, Yasmani Grandal is getting a lot of attention for how hot he has been in the month of September, and one of the big things he's done all season long is get on base. And if you go back to his last 42 games started, Yasmani Grandal has drawn 40 walks. Basically, since the beginning of August, he's drawn 40 walks. Really incredible stuff on Yasmani Grandal. A couple other guys that are having a big impact right now for the crew. Jordan Lyles on the mound. The Brewers are 8-1 in his starts. He has a 2-3-9 ERA since he joined the Brewers at the end of July. And left-hander Drew Pomerantz, since August 17th, he's made 15 appearances, 15 in a third innings on the mound, a 1-1-7 ERA. But the big number with Drew Pomerantz, 27 strikeouts. He's like another Josh Hader back there now for the Brewers. It's pretty incredible. Speaking of Josh Hader, we have a chance to sit down with them as we catch up with the crew. Braun sends it to left center and deep. Get up! Get up! Get out of here and gone again for Ryan Braun. He just hit another three-run shot out of here. Time to catch up with the crew. Josh, uh, you've been on a really good roll here in the month of September and really dating back to the middle of August as well. And uh, it has to feel good. This is the this is the time of year where you want to be at your best, and this has to be fun right now. Yeah, it's definitely, especially with us being in contention for a playoff spot. So, I mean, that's why we play this game to get to that situation and, and get into that uh, postseason. Feels like you've been mixing that slider in a little bit more here recently, and you're having good results with it too. Yeah, you know, it's one of the pitches that I've always counted on. Obviously, uh, the fastball got me in trouble a little bit early on, but. Um, you know, that's one of the things in this game is you're going to go through ups and downs, and, you know, we play 162 for a reason. So, you know, I try and uh, learn my body, learn my stuff as much as possible, and, you know, there's always things that you got to change throughout the route. Your outing in Washington when you got into some trouble and then it's almost like a switch turned on and you got the three straight strikeouts, what did that outing in particular do for you just from a confidence standpoint and kind of getting everything going in the direction it's been going ever since um you know honestly that was you know a big part for me you know obviously you know falling behind very early um and you know really having to battle back but you know just like um you know my fastball is still one of my key weapons and you know that's where it showed me it's like you know just have confidence and execute and you're going to be just fine so you know, being able to just still have that confidence in the fastball, even though it still got hit early before that. But, um, you know, like I said before, it's always a up and down battle, and you continue to learn as much as you can through that journey. Does this feel a little bit like last year now all of a sudden because of the situation you guys were in last year, chasing for the month of September but playing great baseball? And you've kind of been in the same spot here over the last couple of weeks, and it feels like whatever that potion was, you guys are mixing it up again. Yeah, it's it's definitely fun. It's the, it's the fun baseball that you love to play, and, and that's why we play it. But uh, it definitely feels like a little bit last year and the year before where we're, uh, you know, every game matters, and we dictate our own uh, fortune. So, you know, continuing to play this baseball that we've been able to play, obviously uh, losing, you know, a big 2-2 is, is tough for us. But, um, you know, we have guys that are stepping up and, you know, we're, we're putting it all together. Obviously, losing a player like Christian, you, you can't replace him from a production standpoint, but it does probably send a little bit of a sense of urgency into everybody else, and it seems like that's what has happened so far. Everybody's kind of stepping up. Yeah, it's one of the things, you know, we're a big team, and, and it's going to take every guy on this roster to uh, get us to where we want to go. 
And, you know, if we focus on the little things and continuing to prepare and uh, execute, you know, that's really all we can do. Speaking of stepping up, how fun has it been for you to watch Drew Pomeranz, Brent Suter, Ray Black, Junior Guerra, just keep going on down the list, these guys in the bullpen that have made such a big impact along with you? Yeah, that's what it's about. And, and like I said, it's, it's a big team. We're a big family. So we all got each other's backs, and, you know, everybody is uh, producing and, and really executing their craft. And, and that's, that's what it takes. It takes the whole squad. It's not just one guy uh, on the mound or even one guy behind the plate or, you know, hitting on that side of the plate. So, um, yeah, it's, it's in, you enjoy watching, especially as a pitcher standpoint, watching those guys go out to battle every day and, uh, you know, just getting the job done. It's, it's fun to watch, and, and you, you kind of feed off of it a lot. Your dog Riggins turned one this past week, and I know he's a, a big part of your life. How, I mean, we joke about that, but in all reality, how nice is it to come home to somebody that doesn't know anything about baseball, he doesn't care? And is, is that a nice escape for you once in a while? For things like that, things like Riggins, I know you like to fish, I know you like to hunt. All those things are important, right? Yeah, no, it's definitely nice to come home. You know, you, my uh, fiance Maria and Riggins, just to come home to them and uh, just get away from the game. And you know, that's really why, you know, I like to do other things outside, like hunting, fishing, and, and whatnot, and just going on hikes with them and, and just get you away from this, uh, you know, speedy baseball life and you know just kind of calm down and just enjoy the little moments josh we appreciate it thanks so much man thank you hater's been great again for the brewers 13 and a third innings over his last 11 appearances just two earned runs allowed and 23 strikeouts it is good to have the machine back at the back of the brewers bullpen in Josh Hader. Another guy that is on the other side of that Brewers bullpen, Taylor Williams, who's providing some depth out of the bullpen, trying to get himself in a position to try to make this club coming into the 2020 season and finish the 2019 season as strong as possible. We had a chance to sit down with Taylor and talk to him about what's been a little bit of an up and down year for the right-hander. Let's break it down. Taylor Williams, you were able to get back on the mound last night and throw a scoreless inning, and I'm sure that felt really good. It did. You know, it felt, it felt really good just to be back out there, um, be part of it. You know, obviously the result of the game wasn't what we want, we were looking for, but, um, you know, today's a new day. Um, we'll get back out there and, and like to get that W. Last year you uh, kind of broke onto the scene and, and, and were able to establish yourself with a pretty good role at the major league level. This year you were up and down a little bit more which can be challenging, obviously, but at the same time, you can learn a lot through that process. When you look back on this year, what are some of the things that you've kind of learned moving forward? Um, yeah, like you said, it's definitely a little bit of a challenge, uh, especially at first, um, getting used to going up and down. Um, there's a lot, a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of things to be learned from that. I think the biggest thing was just uh, being, being consistent um, with certain routines and, and parts of my delivery that I think I was, you know, kind of, there were certain areas of my delivery that were, were getting um, inefficient and kind of inconsistent, and so it was just a matter of um, kind of self-evaluating that and being able to to get on top of that and to stay more consistent with it. You know, it's it can be difficult um, going back down to the AAA level, um, feeling like you're you maybe not contributing to um, to the team up here, but you have to find a way every single day to show up to the park and, and try to get better and try to, to work towards what the ultimate goal is, which is helping the team at, at this level. So, you know, I think every night I showed up with the um, with the the mindset that I was going to help help whatever team I was playing for to help win. Uh, but you also have to show up to the field every single day and 
um, go about your routine um, to try to get better and improve so that you can get big league hitters out and help the team up here. Your path, of course, has been an interesting one with Tommy John surgery wrapped up in there. But at the same time, now, you know, after last year, getting ready for this year, and now when this year concludes and there's plenty of baseball left, how do you go about making your off-season plan, and how much do you tweak it from year to year? Um, yeah, you definitely tweak it. I think, like I said, it's a big thing is just kind of a self-evaluation, um, communicating with the coaches, um, the trainers, whether that's something you need to change in your routine um, or your off-season program. Um, but the big thing right now is just, you know, taking it day by day, um, making sure that your body's right to go out there and compete at the, at the highest level um, and try to, to compete and help the team win. Um, and then you kind of go from there. You don't really... You don't really start thinking about the offseason until the season's over with. So, um, but you can you can kind of start to get an idea of things that you might and you're in the back of your mind of things that you might want to improve upon and get better with um, as far as maybe your delivery goes, um, pitching wise or routine wise, uh, physically, um, to go into the next season and improve to get better. When you guys walk out to the bullpen, that's a lot of guys. It's kind of fun to have so many hands on deck right now from the pitching standpoint, isn't it? It is, yeah. We have a lot of a lot of good um, good pitchers on on all around on this team, starters and relievers. And, you know, a lot of guys in the bullpen that have the experience starting as well. So um, it's fun to just be be a part of. You know, I think everyone kind of bounces um, bounces things off one another. You know, maybe a um, scouting report how we're going to attack certain hitters, or you know, physical things on you know what help what might help you. It might help another guy if you you know you're you're communicating with them. But I think we're just like the group likes to keep it easy. Um, which makes it a lot more fun to show up to the park every single night, go out there in the bullpen, uh, support one another, and trust that you know whoever goes in the game at any point is going to get the job done, and we're we're all supporting one another in that. Taylor, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you. Checking in on the farm. As we go down on the farm, the Biloxi Shuckers have finally wrapped up their season. They lost three games to two in the Southern League Championship Series to the Jackson Generals. Andy Ashby and Trent Grisham have been named the Brewers' 2019 Robin Yount Performance Award winners. And really good seasons, obviously, from both of them. For Grisham, probably expected that he would be the Minor League Player of the Year, considering the year that he had, he won a couple of Brewers Minor League Players of the Month. Then, of course, uh, called up to the Brewers to make his Major League debut on August the 1st. Not shocking that he is the guy for the Brewers. He began the year in A with Biloxi, hit a combined 326 home runs and 71 driven in in 97 games between the Shuckers and then, of course, A with San Antonio. And he's had a good year as well at the big league level with the Brewers. Aaron Ashby, not a surprise that he wins Brewers Minor League Pitcher of the Year, but there was a deep pool of candidates for that award. He split his minor league campaign between low A Wisconsin and high A Carolina, put up a 3-5-0 ERA, had 135 strikeouts, and opponents hit just 222 against him in 24 appearances and 23 starts. He also earned a spot on the Midwest League midseason All-Star team before being promoted to high A, and he went 2-6 with a 3-4-6 ERA in his 13 starts with the Mudcats. And again, while Grisham's main competition for the award that he won was probably Mario Feliciano, who was Ashby's teammate in Carolina before getting promoted to Biloxi, Ashby had a lot more competition. You had right-handed pitcher Trey Shupak, who was the Southern League Pitcher of the Year, 
Right-handed pitcher Noah Zavalas, who was the Carolina League Pitcher of the Year. Guys like Alec Bettinger, Dylan File, Max Lazar, all had really good years as well. It was a really good year for arms in the Brewers organization. Okay, let's check out what's coming up. Here's what's on tap. All right, the Brewers getting ready to finish up this season in the homestand and the regular season home schedule is almost over. After the Brewers finish up with the Padres on Thursday afternoon, the Pirates come to town for a three-game series this weekend. Friday's a 7-10 start, and then Saturday is that fan appreciation night. That's a 6-10 start. We hope to see out at the ballpark. Going to be great stuff. Scratch-off games, going to give away a car, all that good stuff. You're probably pretty familiar with how cool fan appreciation night really is. And then Sunday, that'll be the home finale for the regular season, a knit hat giveaway as well on that night for fans that are in attendance. The first 10,000 ticketed fans we get that knit hat should be really fun and we hope to see you out there. Then the crew hits the road. After an off day Monday, they have three in Cincinnati and then three in Colorado to finish up the season. And then when the dust settles, we'll see where the Brewers are headed and what the postseason picture looks like for the crew. How fun is this? It is a blast to see this team in contention yet again in September. Three Septembers in a row where the Brewers have a shot basically going into the final week of the year. It doesn't get old. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for joining us. We'll be with you next week from Cincinnati as the Brewers try to close this thing out and punch their ticket into the postseason. Have a great one, everybody. I'm Lane Grindle. Brewers, Brewers.